Welcome to the Burt Show. I know I got Burt, but help me MG and turn me back into a healthy MC. Welcome to Farms Not Farms Podcast, episode 23. I'm here with a dear friend and a world-renowned cannabis enthusiast, professional ex- expert, uh, all that. We're going to talk about so much. His name is Nick T, or Nick Tannum, and we're going to welcome to the show. What's good, Nick? Yo, thanks for having me, man. Just on that grind, man. Loving life, staying busy, but... No doubt. So, real quick, just in case our viewers aren't aware of who you are, you want to give a little bit of background about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I think uh, it was a nice intro that you gave me, Give Thanks. But, uh, yeah, Nickety is my name. Nick Tannum is the real name. I'm, I'm out there. I'm in the public's eye. So, you know, the real name is definitely out there on Google. I am a hash maker, a hash educator, a DJ, event host, judge. You know, I, I, I try and do it all these days, man. Um, <laughs> I really just uh, I, I promote what I love to do in life. That's really it. That's really what it is. I, I promote that I'm loving to do each and every day. And right now in my life, that's making hash, teaching people how to make hash, DJing, spreading the love of the culture. I play everything from reggae music to hip-hop to trap to cumbia, mumbaton, electronic music. Um, I've really expanded my musical selections in the last five, ten years, um, DJing for a lot of the cannabis events, hosting a lot of the cannabis events, bringing people together. And in bringing people together from all different aspects of life, everyone listens to different types of music. So I try and play for the crowd, try and perform for what I feel in my heart and what I'm feeling in the crowd. That's what I do. That's what's up. So in terms of your hash making, you know, it's not like you just make regular, you know, run-of-the-mill hash. You're pretty, you're pretty concerned with the products that you make and... And, and the result of them in, in, in terms of cleanliness and, and all that. You want to touch on that? Yeah, you know, um, I own a hash company called Essential Extracts. We were the first licensed taxing hash company um, in the United States. And truly blessed to still be here. I own 100% of my company. Moving forward, we really focus on solventless mechanical separation all-natural medicine with a huge emphasis on our starting material. Um, I really preach that we don't accept any material into my facility unless it's been tested for mold, microbials, pesticides, and potency. Um, we really believe highly in putting out a clean product that I know is clean. I know the original source is clean, and I know that the end product we're putting out there is a quality, high-end, terpene-rich product. Amazing. You know, you are one of the people, you and, and shout out to Jason Love, are the two people, um, basically, that I could attribute my what I do to in terms of Gorilla Healer and in terms of just initially having the ability to share good medicine. And you were giving me bags of CBD capsules and you were like, here, find out what these do. And Jason was giving me THC oil and saying, here, go help some people, you know. And from there, that just caught on for me to just really, really, really continually be of service and, and love that feeling of 
seeing a smile on somebody's face or love the feeling of hearing that somebody's getting better, you know? And so your level of care, the things that you care about have directly like affected me and affected all of the people who I come into contact with because of, you know, your qualifying and because of the where you're paying attention. And so I, I, I want to touch on the reason why I'm bringing you on the show is because I want to touch on these miracles, these these these, you know, these applications of care and then patients who benefit from them. And it's not just about going to high times cups and, and judging and going to, you know, cups all over the country or the world. You go to Spain and Amsterdam everywhere and, you know, obviously are having an incredible time and learning a lot and teaching a lot, though, you know, let's talk a little bit about what we do in the background that we really don't talk about much in the forefront, which I think this is a beautiful platform for because that's what the show is all about. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great, man. I really appreciate you bringing this up, and thank you for the kind words. You know, um, this is why I do it. You know, I've promoted wellness, whether we're talking about medical marijuana or recreational marijuana, it's all wellness to me. Um, and that's really what I've promoted. I feel like, you know, most people in this world can definitely benefit from some of the wellness aspects of cannabis. Um, and, uh, you know, I feel like it started from, from day one. You know, I've been making hash and, and involved in the cannabis industry before it was really a, a, le- a legal industry due to the passion, due to the fact that I love cannabis, due to the fact that I saw it helping people. Um, and, you know, it, it's interesting you bring that up today because I think I even mentioned to you yesterday, just yesterday I got a phone call from a, from a patient that had reached out to me that I had brought Brent into the circle with and talked to some dosing MD uh, doctors as well brought them into the circle. It, it's it's really you know it's it's eye opening for me to see what this medicine can do and what I've been able to do with it and the knowledge that I have. And so I continue with that path. Um, I constantly get patients contacting me via my email, my website, Instagram, my cell phone. My cell phone number is pretty well well out there on the internet these days. Um, people just looking for advice people with ailments, people with cancer, people with seizures, you know, children, adults, uh, the elderly, you know, really the full gambit of people that feel like they've tried other things, they've tried Western medicine, and they've heard that cannabis could help, and they research online, and they find people like me and you. You know, I have to give it up to uh, people like Rick Simpson. Um, In the very beginning, back in the early, what, 2000s, mid-2000s, I started hearing about Rick Simpson oil and Phoenix Tears and this black edible oil that was helping cancer patients. When I really delved into deep, you know, deep into that uh, that program and what Rick Simpson was preaching, I saw that he was preaching and using and teaching people to use naphtha, <laughs> a chemical solvent that in the United States you can find it in a hardware store with skull and crossbones on it. It's a carcinogen. In Canada and other places where Rick Simpson was operating initially, he was able to find a lot cleaner, you know, uh, pharmaceutical-grade naphtha. Even so, though, in the last five to ten years, Rick Simpson has now promoted against using naphtha and gone more with the ethanol route, more natural routes, rather than that chemical solvent route. And, uh, you know, it's something I think both you and I have been preaching for a long time. But what Rick Simpson did for me is 
I got on this radio show back in the day, and I kind of talked against this NASA theory and all this stuff. And I think he saw some truth in what I was saying and eventually put my name and my website on his website as a link for an educator in Colorado. So I think that was one of the first times where I just got blasted. I just got really overwhelmed in a good way with a lot of people reaching out and wanting help and wanting more education on cannabis and how it can help them with their specific ailments. And so, you know, that was almost, what, 20 years ago or so, uh, 15 to 20 years ago that, that uh, I started getting those connections and people reaching out to me and I had to do more research and brought in, you know, people like you that could help me fulfill this need and brought in, the, you know, some doctors that had special, specializing versus were specializing in specific dosages, which is something I feel like our industry, specifically the licensed industry, really lacks. So, you know, that's really what I feel like initially pushed me to want to do this on a bigger level and not only supply these people that were reaching out via these websites and these different avenues, but try and supply people through retail avenues, you know, and uh, through other avenues that could reach a broader audience that really needs this medicine. So, I mean, obviously you just mentioned Rick Simpson. That's that's what I focus on in the background. Throughout all this DJing and traveling and judging cannabis cups and hosting cannabis cups, I'm still constantly answering my cell phone helping patients out of the goodness of my heart because that's why I started this and that's why I'm here and the regulated system makes it extremely difficult to help real patients in need as you and I know and I think a lot of people are starting to realize out there in the world you know you mentioned Rick Simpson and obviously brought up the oil that he discusses the cannabis oil though since you focus on hash are people, and this might just be a question that people are thinking when, when listening to the show, so I'm going to ask it. Do people come to you to learn how to use hash in order to relieve or remediate ailments? Is that is that what you're talking about, smoking hash with, with, with uh, for this? No, I think a lot of these extreme um, ailments, when we're talking about cancer, when we're talking about... Uh, seizures, when we're talking about other ailments in, of that nature, smoking cannabis is really not the answer, and it's not what I promote. Um, eating cannabis it is really what I promote to drop PSA numbers, to drop bad blood cell counts, um, to kill cancer cells. Eating cannabis is what I promote. So Whether that... you're talking about cannabis that was made with ethanol or cannabis that was made with naphtha or cannabis that was made via solventless or mechanical means, I think that, you know, some of the healthiest ways of consuming the product for cancer, specifically for killing bad blood cells, is eating and ingesting it. And uh, as I mentioned previously, naphtha is not something that I recommend using. Um, There are definitely other ways to get to a high THC and even high CBD edible cooking oil or edible active oil. So if somebody could find essential extracts, solventless hash or any kind of product that you guys put out, you're saying that people can literally just eat it? Well, that's not really what I was talking about, to be honest. I was talking about activating edible cooking grade hash. Okay. Hash oil, sorry. Um, And 
Simpson oil is not just eating ash. It's been activated. It's a full-spectrum, high-THC oil uh, that's been fully activated so that the acidic form of the THC has been activated into the uh, active form of THC. So basically, the decarboxylation process turns the raw form of THC into the Delta-9 form, and that's called the activated form, and then the oil is more strong, yeah? Yeah, it plugs into the right receptor sites at that point. You're losing a lot of the oil if you're not activating it and you're eating it. It's just going right through your system, and it's not affecting you the way that we're looking for it to affect it. I will attest to the fact that THCA is absolutely very beneficial and that could mean and from my experience eating essential extract sovereignless hash or you know even as far as um juicing the cannabis leaves very beneficial for so many different ailments and including gi issues which a lot of ailments stem from and even more so just to touch back on you know what's optimal for addressing various ailments there are cases where smoking has helped stop a seizure though of course if somebody is seizing getting to smoke something is likely one of the hardest things to do because you can't really do anything and so at that point having cannabis in your bloodstream throughout the day to prevent these kinds of triggers and or having the ability to take some oil sublingually or now they have nose drops and you know different ways of delivering the medicine so that it could get in us, get in our bloodstream, activate our endo, stimulate our endocannabinoid system, and start regulating our body, dialing it in. And uh, yes. <clears throat> so let's, let's just back up a little bit. THCA, correct? Yes, there are definitely a lot of benefits to THCA. In fact, huge benefits to the synergistic um, aspect of THCA with CBD and things of that nature. As we mentioned, THCA doesn't have the psychoactive effect, but when combined with CBD. You know, when CBD alone isn't working, add some THCA in there, and we've seen amazing results, specifically with seizures. And it's actually interesting you bring up the seizure thing. I wanted to get into that. I've had some crazy experiences, in, in all honesty, in the last week. Um, I have happened to be there two times, three times, three times in the last literally seven days, uh, where somebody who has been right by my side, nobody else around, and they have a seizure right into my arms. Wow. And it's a really weird, interesting, rare situation because all three of these people that have seizures don't have seizures generally. Huh. So I've, I've, I've fallen into this, you know, interesting situation where I've been there to help, luckily, but it's gotten my mind racing about, you know, what else I could do. And in reality, you know, being in that situation, all three of these times, and all seizures are different, you know, grand mal compared to petite and other other forms of seizures, but these three seizure situations, there was definitely no way of <laughs> of getting them to smoke or inhale anything. Yeah. So when you mentioned having it in their system, I highly agree with that. And you know, um, there's there's definitely a place for smoking. I'm, I'm a smoker myself. Um, but I think when we're really talking about wellness and a lot of these people that, that I'm promoting, you know, use this medicine from children to the elderly Smoking um, with actual combustion is, is really not something that I'm fully promoting just out of my personal preference and what I do. You know, I do smoke, like I said. But I think for a lot of these cases, smoking is uh, down the line 
uh, as to what I want them to do. I think my first choice is the lingual and edible applications. And let's not forget about suppositories. You know, every, every, every case is different, you know? Yeah. Suppositories, <clears throat> 100%. Every case is different, and that's that's so important because two twins with the same issue could require a different treatment. And so, you know, we're all well served with individual care, and you know, it's it's um, it's necessary to not be put under an umbrella because when we put up an umbrella, everybody who doesn't fit gets wet. And in the case of the healthcare, you know, world, the people world, it, it's us. And wet is, you know, dangerous in that way. So, you know, individual care. And um, as far as suppositories, that's another way to subside the head high and not experience so many of the psychoactive effects and have a bit more of a euphoric experience rather than a, psych- uh, a psychoactive experience as, and um, have it really have a direct delivery to the bloodstream. And also if there's... As far as the definition of psychoactive, when we're talking about... THC, it's any change in your activity, in your psychoactivity, you know? Uh-huh. Um, it, euphoria is one of them. For sure. As far as I'm yeah, so I guess if, if I may be a little more clear, the head high is subsided more by a suppository, though it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not going to feel the oil. It just may be a little more enjoyable, a little less in our head, and a little more in our body. And so that, that's kind of what I mean by that. And, uh, you know, of course, there's also the ability to utilize CBD in order to subside the high as well, because CBD is going to turn off the receptors for the THC. So that's why, you know, like we were talking about the other day, if the, the cannabinoids are naturally occurring in the plant, then it's likely a great recipe from creator. If we are amending these recipes and adding more of the CBD and we're adding more THC, then we might actually be creating uh, more work for the body and kind of wasting the oil. So it's, it's important of how we create these recipes and these ratios and where they're coming from. And, you know, are they coming from isolates? Are they coming from distillates? Are they coming from whole plant, full spectrum, you know, clean material? And, uh, that is all going to show up in the efficacy, you know? And, of course, everybody's different. Everything is different. So there are things that I would use isolate for versus a whole plant oil for. For instance, I put my hand on a burner once to see if it was hot. And I'm going to tell you first, obviously, don't do that. (laughs) But uh, it was hot. And (laughs) I have people over my house. I was doing Thanksgiving. And, you know, what I do for Thanksgiving is I just make food and then we go out and we give it out to the homeless and anybody who's hungry. And so there was a bunch of people there and I burned the out of my hand. And immediately I was like, get me that 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 isolate, the CBD isolate. So I took a dab or two of CBD and the people that were in my house just watched me go, ah, <laughs> so the pain immediately went away. And so if there's nerve issues, severe nerve issues, I think CBD isolate is wonderful. It's a it's a blessing and a half. And then if I have more, you know, other kinds of issues where I find if I use isolate during the day, A, I'm not getting the full complete satiate, satiating feeling that I get when I take the whole plant oil. So there's that. And then I find that it calms me down more. Whereas if I take the whole plant oil, I'm like flying through the day feeling great. 
you know, rather than lagging. And so for different kinds of pains, for different kinds of not necessarily strong nerve issues, I would generally be going with the whole plant oil. And if somebody had an issue with THC, of course, the isolate for CBD is great in that regard because you have an option. You know, and then there's THC isolates, there's CBG isolates coming on the scene now, CBC, and all these ways well, to create our own recipes. What's up? Yeah, no, sorry. And there's, there's just so many variables even in that, you know, talking about everyone needing different things. What I'm really excited about and what I feel like started, just barely started to scratch the surface when regulation really came into play and we were actually able to do research and write things down and do real empirical evidence, scientific research, um, we were starting to do some separation, the THCA, the, you know, all of these isolating, isol- uh, you know, isolations of the plant, right? But what we really haven't still broken down is, and what I'm really, really excited to learn about in the future and study and practice in the future is the relationships of the terpenes with those different cannabinoids, whether isolated or full spectrum. You know, I think we're going to have a ton of new findings about the terpenes, specifically the, the main terpene that's associated with CBD, as far as I've seen, and I've brought this up a few times, maybe even on your show before, but I see beta-carolophylline or carolophylline as the main terpene that's associated with most of these high CBD um, hemp strains or uh, drug variety hemp strains, if you will. But um, when we're talking about the cherry, the cherry wine, the ACDC, the harlequin, when you're talking about cannabis or hemp, whether it's over 0.3% THC or, or under, um, I'm seeing a lot of carolophylline in these strains. And that terpene is also associated with black pepper and anise. Those two things are associated with anti-inflammation, as well as other things that we're seeing beneficial from CBD. And so I think that we're going to be finding a lot of cool relationships between the terpenes and the specific cannabinoids, um, because I think we've really promoted broad spectrum and full cannabis spectrum and full plant medicine because we don't know a lot about the very specific things that those cannabinoids individually isolated are doing with specific terpenes. Uh So while we don't know and while we don't have that knowledge, why not combine as many as we can into there? And that's what we've all promoted because we don't have the empirical evidence to prove otherwise. Um, I really, really can't wait to do more scientific research um, via some of the colleges, via some of the universities throughout the world um, with isolating cannabinoids and combining terpenes and helping with specific ailments in that realm. So I feel like that's the future and where we're going with it, and uh, I'm excited to play. You know, when we look up how does cannabis heal cancer, that we're very likely going to find something that's called the entourage effect. And the entourage effect is when cannabinoids and terpenes work synergistically or in concert in order to maximize the efficacy. And, and so terpenes are what help... <clears throat> terpenes are what help... Terpenes are what help the medicine cross the blood-brain barrier because we need a key to open up that blood-brain barrier. So that's what's so, why it makes it so important. And at the same time, why isolates are less effective because they don't have the same kind of terpene content and so, or other cannabinoids present to, to be more of a but, maximum What I'm effect. saying is we promoted that entourage effect. Same Absolutely. term synergistic to the full spectrum to the broad cannabinoid spectrum. That is what we promoted, the entourage effect, but 
I feel like the reason we promoted that is because we don't know what those specific isolated cannabinoids with specific isolated terpenes are doing yet. Sure. And I, I'm excited to find what that does, you know. Um, yeah, you know, that's what we're doing. We're promoting the entourage effect right now. Um, but when we, you know, are seeing things like um, CBD alone not work, but CBD with just THCAA helped with 80% more of these seizure patients, there's got to be something with that synergistic effect of the CBD and the THCA. Maybe not even any terpenes at that point. Maybe the carolophylline has a, has a role there. We don't know. Um, and that's really what I'm excited to find out about. But we might not need all of the cannabinoids to help with seizures. Maybe we don't need any CBG, no THCV, none of the other ones. Maybe we don't need any of the other terpenes. You know what I'm saying? So when we are talking about isolation, there is some benefit. Sure. Um, but so much to learn still. So much to learn still. Yeah, I mean... You know, just so you know, I'm mentioning the entourage effect because I want people to be able to research these things. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I think that it's... Yeah, and and I think it's important you're bringing up beta-caryophylline because that terpene in itself, like, think of this. When we are looking at ways to subside a head high, if we get too high, what can we do? One of those things is to take black pepper to taste it, to smell it, to take a whole lot of it in a capsule or a bunch of capsules, and that will help subside the head high. Now, black pepper, one of the most dominant terpenes in it, if not the most dominant, is beta-caryophylline. So beta-caryophylline, as you're saying, is as well a dominant terpene in a lot of CBD strains, which <laughs> subside the head high. So that, to me, is fascinating. And there are, you know, I know the word is not modulating, but there are effects um, with terpenes. So for instance, pinene is a memory booster. Limonene is a bronchial dilator. So these things have actual um, actions, right? I don't want So I'd love to say benefit, but I think the FDA would not like that. So I'll I'll call them actions. And, you know, research suggests that these things are true. And so there are different strains for different things. There was a time I had 32 different strains for all of my patients, and that meant that I had 32 mothers, and then I flowered different ones at different times and always kept those mothers. And so when they decided to change the plant count in Colorado, I literally had to get rid of a lot of these plants, and I wasn't able to service a lot of these patients any longer. And so, you know, ultimately, let me bring it back, different strains have different terpene profiles, and they do different things. And I remember as when I used to, you know, Hustle Herb, back in the day, you know, 25 years ago, I'd have 10, 12, 15 different jars at any given time, and I I knew what they would do. So I would use them at different times and different times of the day or different days or different ways that I felt, and I literally had my own medicine cabinet. And 20 years later, I'm helping apply that cannabinoid therapy to patients with life-threatening ailments, and it's incredible, you know? And so you're, you're right. Terpenes are the key. My father, who's been a doctor for a long time and he's retired and disabled, you know, when he does cannabis research or when he talks about it and he's not a cannabis, you know, uh, expert by any means, though, doctors will tell you terpenes are the key. Beautiful. I love it. I so, love it. Hey, brother, I, I, I know you got to get going. Sure. Yeah. I know, I know um, you got to get going, but do this real quick before you go. All right. Tell us what's on deck for you. What's exciting coming up in the cannabis industry? Man, so 
much. I am staying extremely busy. I've been on the road for the last month now, um, almost a month and a half. Uh, from here, I'm flying out to Colorado. I'm hoping to host a home growers cannabis cup, which is really cool because we get to see some of the people like, uh, you know, the gorilla healers of, of the industry that are really helping patients. Um, you know, so that is this weekend in Colorado. Um, from there, I fly out to Boston for the Turf Town Throwdown, which will be a fun East Coast event. Get to check up with my East Coast family out there. <coughs> Excuse me. After that, I got 710 weekend in LA. So I'll be heading down to Southern California um, to do some projects with Rosin Tech Products and a few other companies down there in LA. Um, and then back out to Europe. I'm just blessed to be staying busy and on the road and loving life. I just came back from Canada, my first time out in Canada, and got to do some hash demonstrations and some DJing and judging out there as well. And um, yeah, just blessed to keep everything moving, educating, and learning myself along the way. Amazing. So, how can people get in touch with you and follow along all of these adventures? Yeah, um, Instagram is generally the best. N I K K A underscore underscore T, Nick T on Instagram. You can also find our business page, Essential Extracts LLC, as well as Essential Extracts California on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Extract Artist. Find me on Facebook as Nick Tanum. Also, the the other page, Nick T. Um, and uh, you know, feel free to use Google. I'm out there. Find me on YouTube. Um, educating. Show where, my face. Where can people find Essential Extracts products? You know, right now we have some collaborations out on the shelves in Colorado. Or sorry, in California. I'm in a little transition in Colorado right now, so we should have products back on the shelf soon. Um, we've got a collaboration with Field Extracts on the shelves now. The serum is on shelves. And I'm working on some new collaborative projects with Alien Labs, Cali Kosher, on a beautiful premium full melt hash cone pre-roll. Um, and uh, as we move, I actually have another project that I'm working on in LA that I can't even really talk too much about because I'm super, super excited and I can't talk too much about it yet. But in the next coming weeks, you guys are going to hear more about some beautiful solventless products out there in the market in California. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing what you do and being a pioneer and just really following your passions and glowing from them so that others can be inspired as well and learn and and find our own paths. So keep it up. We love you and safe travels. Right on, brother. Much love and many thanks for having me on. Anytime, bro. So as we typically end the show, deep breath. And we're out.